I've never been much of an economic fear monger, chicken little, I guess you could say. You know, I've always been very concerned about our economy for years. I mean, when I first got into looking at the political world, even in high school, I started realizing, wow, you know, the national debt is, is going up and we are not very economically sound, not nearly as economically sound as we were in the, say, between the 40s and 60s, in the post-World War II era. We made some huge mistakes, especially in the 70s. Started correcting those mistakes a bit in the 80s under Ronald Reagan, and then started making those mistakes once again all the way through, uh, approximately halfway through the, the Clinton administration. But with Bill Clinton, we actually, not due to anything he did, but because of the rise of the Internet and the prospects of a digital economy, it seemed as if there was an opportunity, a chance that we could recover, and in many ways we did. We were able to, as a nation, to build up a first budget surplus in forever. And then, and again, I'm not trying to say that Bill Clinton did anything good. He was just the recipient, the beneficiary of, of being the president at the right time when the economy had the opportunity to truly shine. Then comes the Bush administration, and it was just a debacle, economically speaking. And in many ways, not just economically, it was very bad. Uh, but to, to, I guess you could say, justify or extend the support that he needed to continue the Iraq war, the Afghanistan war, he made some really liberal fiscal decisions that harmed the nation. Of course, Barack Obama comes along and does his best to absolutely annihilate the economy. He did a very good job of it, and not just with Obamacare. People sometimes forget just how bad of a of an economic president Barack Obama really was. The only reason we sometimes forget is because he was even worse when it came to foreign affairs and far worse when it came to the advancement of cultural Marxism, which seems to be his, his legacy today, especially if they can ever get rid of Obamacare. Of course, we'd, we'd hope, you know, I, even, but I want to be clear, during the Obama years, I still didn't say, oh my gosh, this is it. You know, the U.S. economy is going to... to be destroyed. Now, I did have a little bit of concern. <laughs> I had enough of concern to get a get a few bug out bags and uh, and some extra food for long term storage, but not a lot. You know, I wasn't a prepper per se back then. Just just in case, I got a little concerned about Obamacare. But then you go through to the Trump years, and it, things looked like they were going to get better. They were getting better economically speaking. And it was my hope that if Trump could get another term, and then if we could extend beyond that and continue with those economic policies and even make some better ones, because Trump's policies were not perfect by any means. He did great for business. He did great for, for jobs. He did great for the stock market, but he did not do very great at all when it came to reducing the deficit, which he, he did not. He expanded the deficit, and he did not do a very good job with with addressing the national debt. Now you could say that those weren't his fault because you know that's, those are the responsibilities of Congress, but and it's true, but again, a strong president can and should have been able to overcome any objections from rhinos and, uh, and, the, and Democrats. He should have been able to, to be more fiscally conservative. So, but my hope was, look, we're heading in the right direction. We're accumulating wealth as a nation. 
for the first time in forever. We're becoming energy independent. Things are looking good. We just need to get Trump in for four more years and then hope to get somebody who is maybe prepared for stewardship of an economy that does tighten the belt a little bit in order to save ourselves for the next 50 to 100 years. That could have been done. It can be done in approximately, well, maybe not now, but at least back then, you know, three, four years ago, I could foresee us getting back on track with not just good jobs and good business, but also with reducing budgets and fixing our national debt crisis, which it, it is a crisis. It was a crisis before we exploded it another $10 trillion recently. So I thought, you know, we just need to get Trump in again and then maybe another at least one, perhaps two terms. And in essence, with, within 10 to, to 15 years, we could get back on track. That's, again, why I was never, I've always looked at this long term. I've always looked at this, is the economy going to survive in the short term and long term? I've never had a doubt about its survival short term. I've had many, many doubts about its survival long term. But things changed. The 2020 election was stolen. And then we got Joe Biden. And you could blame pandemic panic theater, which did, by the way, start with Trump. Okay, started with two weeks to to slow the spread or flatten the curve or whatever. I, I am a huge Trump supporter, but I'm not going to sit back and say, oh, he did nothing wrong. He, he listened to the wrong people, especially when it came to the pandemic. We should never have locked down at all, period. But that's a whole other discussion for another day. Point being is that is that after they installed Joe Biden as the quote-unquote president of the United States, things got worse. And then you could say, well, there was... Ukraine as well, and I know that, that the White House loves to say, oh, this is Putin's price hikes, but let's face it, gas prices, food prices, shortages, infrastructure, um, supply chain issues, these were all all happening long before a troop, a Russian troop entered Ukraine. And of course, energy independence was tossed out the window practically on day one of the Biden-Harris regime throw in illegal immigration and everything else that's happening that is affecting our economy. And all of a sudden, for the first time in my life, I'm actually concerned. I'm very, very, very worried to the point that I'm not certain we can get through this. I'm not certain that we're going to make it through as a nation, that we're going to be able to survive based upon, I'm not trying to be a partisan hack here. I'm just saying it really is based upon the actions of the Biden regime, especially as it pertains to Russia and Ukraine. They set in motion a, a seemingly irreversible uh, path of destruction that we're now on, a path of destruction that I cannot foresee a single non-divine way of getting out of it. I really don't. And that's an article that I want to bring up here in a minute. Now, I want to be clear because part of what I do here is to make sure that I'm not just out here, you know, screeching about all the bad things or, or hooraying about all the good things. I want action. And today, folks, unfortunately, I don't know if there's an action that we as individuals or even collectively as a people can take to reverse the course that we're currently on, the trajectory of doom and destruction from an economic perspective that the United States currently finds itself on. So my recommendation, my course of action that I'm going to be taking, that I'm going to be recommending my listeners and readers all take is to start making sure that you are personally, you and your family are prepared. Uh, long before 
you know, I, I, I want to tell you a quick story, and then I'll get to the, the article from Free West Media. Long before uh, I got a gold sponsor, I was courted for by at least, I would say, somewhere between a dozen and maybe as many as 20 different gold companies, gold people, gold, silver, you know, paper gold, real gold, everything. You know, just, hey, we precious metals, here, we'll pay you this, here, we'll pay you that. Oh, you know, you, you, you'll make thousands, tens of thousands, tons of money. I, I didn't pull the trigger. It's not that I didn't want a precious metals supplier, a precious metals sponsor. It's because I couldn't find one that I liked. I couldn't find one that I trusted. Finally, late last year, and this is how recent it's been, late last year, I started talking to Our Gold Guy. You can find him at OurGoldGuy.com. His company is small, but they are extremely attentive. The prices are incredible, and he just shoots straight. I mean, I got a compliment from one of his one of his recent customers. He says, I, I want to thank you for, for turning me towards him because unlike everybody else that I've spoken to, he wasn't sitting there bugging me every 10 minutes saying, hey, are you ready to pull the trigger? Hey, are you ready to pull the trigger? Hey, gold's going to go up to $3,000 an ounce. Hey, hey. You know, he's he just told me how it was, said, waited patiently for me to do my thing. And I did, and I bought from Ira. So that was a good thing. Again, OurGoldGuy.com. The reason I'm bringing this up is because I'm going to recommend, for the first time on this show, I'm going to recommend strongly and adamantly that if you have wealth, I'm not talking about if you've got an extra three grand in your in your bank account and, and you want to get prepared. If if that's the case, then hey, <laughs> best thing to do is to get get uh, extra long-term storage food and ammunition and water. Okay. Or maybe use that money to try to get out of the city if you're in the city or, or figure something out in that regard. Because $3,000 worth of gold or silver is not going to protect you in the future. I, I assure you, that's not. You'll be better off with, with ammunition and food and, uh, and water for sure. But if you do have wealth that you need to protect, the best way to do that is to go to OurGoldGuy.com and... Fill out a form. Be sure to tell them J.D. Rucker sent you. I would appreciate that greatly. But you know, even if you don't, I don't I, I don't want to say I don't care, but the important thing here is not help me out. It's to help yourself out. Right now is not the time to sit and think, oh, I wonder if the if the dollar is going to rebound. I wonder if it's going to be going up. I wonder if if our money is secure in the bank. I wonder about interest rate. No, it's time to take at least a good chunk. Not all of it. I mean, don't don't. Spend your entire fortune on gold or silver or anything like that, but but hedge yourself. Make sure that you have some physical gold ready and available and on hand, especially to be able to protect your property. There's going to come a time, perhaps in the very near future, where government's going to come knocking on everybody's door, and those who are, were reliant on these other forms of currency, these other forms of, of investments, they're going to be in big trouble. I'm not trying to be a fear monger, I'm just saying... The way that we're heading, I don't see that as not changing. Without divine intervention, if God wants to step in and say, nope, America, you know, we're, we're giving you a reprieve, you know, amen, thank you, thank you, Lord. Okay, but uh, anything short of that, I don't see Biden or Kevin McCarthy or Mitch McConnell or anybody being able to reverse that. Not even Trump in 2024, 2025, not even Ron DeSantis or anybody like that. Because by that time, folks, we're on a very rapid decline. I don't think we're going to make it to the next presidential election as a nation without being in extreme dire straits. 
if we are still a world power at that point, and that's a, that's a blessing. If we still exist at this point, that too is a blessing. I'm not trying to be a fear monger. I, can't, I have to repeat that. I'm just looking at the writing on the wall. So visit OurGoldGuy.com and, and get, get going. So this article, the sad part about Free West Media, I love the site. They do a lot of translations for us. They, they, they're able to find a lot of, a lot of uh, uh, stories that are outside of the United States that are in foreign languages, and they get them translated, and, and, that's what, and they give us permission to, to reprint them over at NOQReport.com if you want to follow along. But this particular article, it's called A, financial, a New Financial World is Born. And I'm going to read parts of it very quickly. Even if this is not the birth of a new world order, at least it will be the birth of a new financial one. Such a turning point was proclaimed by Zoltan Pozar, the interest rate strategist at the major Swiss bank Credit Suisse, in a widely acclaimed paper of, uh, of March 7th entitled Bretton Woods 3. Now, if you're not familiar with Bretton Woods 1 and 2, I would suggest definitely looking into that because that's what's going to be changing. And I don't, I don't agree with everything that's being said here, but I agree with it in general. Uh, Pozar is not an outsider. In his position at the New York Federal Reserve and as an advisor to the U.S. Treasury Department, he had insight into the background and processes behind the great financial crisis of 2008. He knows the strengths and weaknesses of the dollar system. The foundation of the system, he noted, crumbled when the West confiscated Russia's foreign exchange reserve. Why is the freeze on Russia's foreign exchange reserve a game changer? That's a good question. Freezing, or rather confiscating, Russia's foreign exchange reserves annuls the rules of the of procedure of Bretton Woods 1 and 2, namely the security and availability of foreign exchange reserves. Unlike gold, the dollar and euro are not physically tangible apart from cash, but only booked in on the computers at the Western banking system. In China's case, it's the equivalent of well, $3 trillion, $400 billion. India has accumulated $632 billion, Saudi Arabia $441 billion. In the worst case, could these funds also be blocked in, and thus become useless? Of course. After all, Joe Biden has already uh, described the Saudi mo monarchy as a pariah country. So it makes sense to increasingly decouple Chinese, Arab, and Indian foreign trade, not to mention Russia, from the dollar. I would encourage you to read this entire article because, and it's not long, by the way, I would encourage you to read the entire article because it does portend a very dire future. It portends a future in which once more nations start decoupling from the dollar, once the dollar is basically no longer the world reserve currency, we're in trouble. That 30 plus trillion dollar debt, that's protected currently by the fact that we are the world reserve currency. In other words, they we can't collapse because if we collapse, we take the entire world with us. We're tethered, or I should say they're tethered to us. Once that starts to crumble and once people, other nations, even allies, start looking for alternatives, because they don't trust our financial system anymore. And why should they, considering what the Biden regime is doing? Once that starts happening, we are toast. Our economy will crumble, will collapse. Now, we will still be, Lord willing, when this happens, we will still be somewhat of a world power because of our military, because of our resources, our technology, and, and there's a lot of things we have still going for us, but we won't be the world power. The dissolution of 
the uniparty, the uniparty, the unipower system, which we have today, the United States is the world power. But that's quickly changing, and it will change irreversibly in the future to a a multipolar system in which there are many world powers, perhaps ten, if you're comparing this to Bible prophecy. And if that's the situation, then we are in very big trouble. You might say, "Oh no, well, you know, there's." It couldn't be that bad. No, it will be that bad because we are so used to being the top dog. We are so used to not being beholden to others, just as the rest of the world is in many ways beholden to us. We're not used to that. So we will crumble very quickly as a society. That's why I say buy physical gold and silver. Get guns and ammunition. Get get, uh, get water. Get prepared. This is, I've only been a prepper myself for, for a short period of time, less than a year. But man, it's it's hard. It's getting harder to even get prepared. So stay tuned. Read the article over at nmqreport.com. Lord willing, I will be back very soon with another episode. But in the meantime, you'll stay strong, stay safe, and God bless you.